at the North Berkeley Senior Center, 1901 Hearst Avenue at Martin Luther King in Berkeley. All attendees will receive complimentary phone consult consultation of up to 15 minutes as a follow-up to the session. For more information, call 510-848-6767, extension 255. And upcoming uh, at 3, right now is 3, uh, Jennifer Stone, cover to cover. Stay tuned. The ending, nice and tidy, it's a rule I learned in school. Get your money every Friday, happy endings are the rule, so divide up. In darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys. There's your picture. Drop the shadows out of This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw, and yes, we are the ones who dwell in light. I have today with me Roy Campanella, who tells me that he was in Three Penny Opera. Apropos of our intro here, what did you do in Three Penny Opera, Roy? Uh, this is many years ago. Many back years in my ago, youth, yeah, back in your... uh, There were some summer stock theaters there on Long Island. I guess there still are. And I was about uh, 13 years old, and I played a beggar in uh, Three Penny Opera. And also managed the uh, box office during the day and parked cars just before we got dressed to go on stage that evening. Wasn't that the day? I was 16. I remember when I did a play with Ronnie Reagan. The Ronnie Reagan down Laguna Beach. <laughs> God! Now, we, we're not, now we, we can do some memory lane stuff later when we get around to it. But I got you in here today because, like so many people in my community, I don't know what the bleep is going on most of the time and uh you've made out a list i want you to tell us what's happening and then we're going to have a 15 minute call in i hope if simi can take care of that you want to get us for the second half we do a call in darling wonderful that's 15 minutes now first off we've got the kpfa holiday crafts fair coming up yes we do and before that let me just say thank oh. you jennifer for uh, having me on your show, it's really good to be here uh, speaking to you listeners and and filling you in on what's up with KPFA. Uh, our crafts fair, our 35th crafts fair, is going to be held uh, December 10th and 11th at the Concourse in San Francisco. And uh, I also today want to cover our um, successful fall fund drive, the Pacifica National Board meeting in Houston, my recent visit to various independent stations in the Southwest. And uh, maybe we'll even have a chance to talk a little bit about either our past or uh, or California's special election. <laughs> in, in any case, regarding the crafts fair, last year I went for the first time. And let me just say it was an absolute pleasure. Um, the KPFA uh, crafts fair really has on display there over... 
200 artists and crafts makers, their works, um, some fine food, some excellent world music. And it's a wonderful way to spend a Saturday or Sunday or both in San Francisco at the concourse. Uh, that's 8th and Brannon. That's once again December 10th and 11th. It's Emily Dickinson's birthday. My birthday's around there, too. I go and I sell my books and some CDs. And last year, I got a pair of earrings made out of safety pins that I'm still wearing. I consider them emblematic of my life. You know, they're just wonderful chandeliers. But when you look closely, you see they're made out of black safety pins. This metallurgist did them. And I'm going to save them. I'm going to save them and wear them. Uh, for, well, never mind, that's a secret. <laughs> and well, never mind. I, I, I look forward to seeing everybody at the crafts fair because it's a chance. You know, I love to have people come up and tell me off. It's just, you know, it's those wonderful moments of truth. Last year it was mostly about Hillary Clinton, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, people, people feel a need to express themselves and tell me just how big a fool I am on certain subjects, you know, but, uh, I, I, uh, I was actually surprised last year. People were kinder than usual, and I thought maybe I hadn't been doing my job right. You know, I expected some something a little bit more vitriolic. I think it must be age, Roy. People are beginning to be nice to me. Well, you have that quality <laughs> about you, and in fact, the Crafts Fair is a great place to go and meet folks from KPFA. Yes, and I'll be there both days, and I certainly hope many of our listeners out there will decide to drop by and sp- spend a few hours with us. They always say, "You don't look like you talk." you know that's for darn sure no it's a wonderful it's a wonderful event and i always get quite high on it it's my retail therapy for the year you know just to go around and feel all those beautiful materials and tapestries and all that good stuff but uh the um well it hurts my plastic i'll tell you that last year i dropped uh gee it must have been at least fifteen hundred dollars at the Crass fair, so. Well, now you see, there's the difference. All I got was the earrings. Those of us, <laughs> those of us doddering around on a social security check, which reminds me, I meant to apologize. Speaking of um, the fundraiser, I was going through my mail before I came down here today, and this is my chance to apologize for the letters I haven't answered. Uh, <laughs> I have not been in the pink this year. Uh, the the letters that I haven't answered. The guilt, you know, at four o'clock in the morning, I wake up and think, if people are kind enough to sit down and put pen to paper and write me a letter at KPFA, the least I can do is answer it, especially if they are prisoners or elders, things like that. And I have failed to get, what is it? I go in little bursts and little rushes, you know, I'll get a few done and then I'll get sick and give up or something. I really, I think that's, that's what I call the, the volunteer life. You know, if I were a real pro, I would answer these messages the same day I got them, and I'm afraid I don't always do that. But I read every one of them, and if it weren't for all the feedback that I get, I wouldn't show up here, you know. it's You know, people feed me. They feed my soul. Oh, there's definitely a, 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 an important, almost symbiotic relationship between what you're doing and, and the listeners out there. And certainly, uh, even for myself as a general manager, I'm, I'm often inspired, often um, taken a task by uh, listeners who uh, email me or, or call me. And uh, I do try to get back to everyone within 48 hours, but that's often, you know, not possible, too. But at least it's a goal. Well, um, so. 
Yeah, no, no. Uh, we do, let's see, we can only do today what we can do today. Uh, I found that, you know, uh, over the years I was talking about, we were talking about volunteers and, uh, I found that some of my, uh, best friendships, uh, are made here at KPFA with people who just, you know, uh, come by the station to do something. Uh, my new friend Grushenka, I've had all this year. She's been such an angel and she just walked into the station one day and, uh, uh, she's been helping me ever since. She'll be at the crafts fair with me to help this year. Now, I want to ask you money questions, but I don't even know where to start. Roy. Let me, can those I just jump questions. in? Yeah, those are the questions people always ask, and I don't even know how to frame the question. Well, you know, let's cover the bare essentials. You know, okay. for those listeners out there who really, really yep. want to know essentially where we are, KPFA has about $800,000 in its checking account. That's approximately our current balance. Okay. And we have about $680,000 in our savings fund. Oh, well. So I think when you put the two things together in terms of current cash balances, KPFA is approaching the end of our calendar year in a relatively strong position. That says this looks like, that looks like manna from heaven to me. <laughs> yes, right. Well, yes. well yeah. for those who want to know what the outflow is like, it does right. cost us about $360,000 a month to uh, to cover the costs of operating KPFA. Okay. We had a very successful fall fund drive. And before I get into the numbers in terms of our performance in the fund drive, let me just say that I'm especially pleased that on Saturday, October 15th, when we dedicated that Saturday to raising funds for Hurricane Katrina relief, we were able to put together $47,326 that day. And I want to thank all of the listeners who uh, phoned in and pledged. And uh, please do fulfill your pledges uh, for that Saturday of giving for the uh, Katrina relief effort. And also, uh, please also remember to uh, send us in your checks for the pledges that you gave uh, during the entire fund drive that lasted from Tuesday, October 11th to, sun to uh, Friday, October 28th. We successfully met our uh, fund drive goal of raising $1 million. Uh, KPFA averaged about $61,000 a day during our fund drive. That's incredible. You know, I never can. I, I'm a very poor salesman and not a very good fundraiser myself, and I'm always amazed at, you know, the good sense. Of course, everybody must give what they can to KPFA. At the same time, uh, I'm amazed, you know, when they actually do, when, the, you know, the <laughs> checks appear. I remember the first time I was trying to fundraise, I remember what the lowest amount was, and we got it out, and I remember putting, shaking the money on the table so the coins would rattle. And, of course, coins won't do it anymore, you know. A penny doesn't do it. We need real money, and... uh I'm never sure. I just assume, like so many, uh, what is that, uh, artsy, craftsy people, I just assume somebody out there is going to pay these bills, you know, and then when I'm faced with the reality, uh, it's always a shock. Um, now, you talked a little bit, we talked on the phone earlier, and you talked about outreach, and you talked about getting to Texas, and uh, the last time I was in Texas, Roy, it was pretty bare, and I turned on the radio, and... There wasn't anything out there. I was near Dallas. 
Well, you know, it's a little bit different now. If you're listening to K-N-O-N in Dallas, that's the voice of the people. K-N-O-N. In Dallas. In Dallas. Uh, there's a very innovative uh, program director there, uh, Tunde Obaji. And uh, I visited uh, the Dallas station, and they are considering uh, becoming an affiliate of oh, Pacifica. Oh, wonderful. And and that's not just a uh, remote possibility. That looks like uh, 95% yes, you know, so far. I'm, I'm sure that they'll um, come on board uh, sometime next week. Didn't you mention a Houston station? Uh, well, the uh, Pacifica National Board was held at our sister okay. station, KPFT, in yeah. Houston. Yeah. Where Dwayne Bradley, my good friend, and is general manager. Yeah. And from Houston, I went to Austin. And I visited a station there which has already signed on as a new affiliate to Pacifica. I had a chance to visit KZAI and talk with Steve Savage there. Yeah. Oh, who, that's the one I met. Yeah, the one in Austin. KZAI is that's now is that new? That's something that's Well, they were an affiliate in the past and then they dropped out and just carried uh democracy now. Yeah, well we gotta have Pacifica but, in Austin, Texas. My gosh, that's yeah, that's a college town. Oh, absolutely. And and the uh the the basic positioning of of that station is uh, it, it calls itself the voice of austin um there's an awful lot of good r&b there's uh i already mentioned democracy now uh there's some very good jazz gospel uh wide selection of music and some uh insightful public affairs uh our programming certainly can um can help improve to uh, what they're presenting to the Austin listener. I especially mentioned uh, Hard Knock Radio. I'm hopefully I'm hoping that uh, they'll come on board and and uh, you know think about uh, featuring a Hard Knock either on a daily weekday basis or maybe uh, a, a, a weekly um, show if the folks at Hard Knock feel like uh, putting together that kind of once a week offering. Yep, got to get these young folks working, boy. I'm gonna break their backs. I'm telling you, I haven't got it in me anymore. They, they have to take over. I, I can't handle it. I was reading my Tony Morrison last night about how the older people have failed and kicking myself and going crazy. I tell you, it's, it's worrisome, but, uh, the truth is, it is very hopeful and very cheerful, the number of young people who, if you'll pardon me, seem to be able to upstage us. I really like that, you know. I hate to admit it, but I love to see it when it really happens to be upstaged. That is that is the great comfort of old age, is to see young people who are sharper, faster, and smarter, you know, than I ever dreamed of being, you know. Oh, that's very true. That's true. Golly, it's just such relief, you know. At the same time, then, there's the other ones. There was one of them fixing my apartment this week, and I was trying to explain to him why it wasn't, you know, a good idea for there to be a law demanding that you tell your mommy when you need to get an abortion. <laughs> he kept screaming about the family breaking down, and he was so young, and I just thought, oh, God, i got to start all over again here and do this. This uh, I gave him some literature, but it's so hard, man. Uh, never mind. Never mind. We've got up to 3.15, and I am wondering, Simi, is there anybody, do you think if we ask for phone calls, you might be able, you got one there? Paul calling? 
Okay, let's see. This is Paul in Oakland or Berkeley? Well, actually, I live in uh, Livermore. In Livermore? Yeah. You got something you want to ask Roy Campanella, our general manager here at KPFA? Well, you know, I've been, for this summer, I've been traveling across the Great Central Valley to various locations, and I'll tell you what, 94.1 is taken up by uh, two other stations, actually. One a Spanish-speaking station and another what I would call a bubblegum deal up towards uh, Grass Valley. And I could get KPFA if I turn the right direction with my little Walkman. Did we lose Paul? Well, yeah, it's true. Up in the valley, I, I've had the same problem. I have trouble right here in Berkeley with my... Uh, I have five radios now all circled around my bed. <laughs> and, and, you know, I got myself KALW where Nicole Sawyer is, and I've even got NPR. I admit it, I've got everybody on, you know, and I just keep punching the buttons all the time, you know. If there's something on KPFA that I don't need right this minute, I switch all the other guys. I even listen to Air America. But KPFA, I think... um what is it? We used to fight in Bolinas. We used to try so hard to get it, and it was just a question of which side of the hill you were on. It's crazy-making. Uh, do we have any other calls in there, Simi? Got another phone call, Simi, by any chance? I'm afraid we lost Paul in Livermore. Well, you know, listeners might Hello? be interested in knowing Hello? That... Hello? Hello? Is this Paul again? No, this is Ray in Santa Cruz. Ray in Santa Cruz. Well... Um, this is a wonderful opportunity to be able to talk to you uh, on the air. Uh, I always enjoy talking to you at the craft fair. I always have a wonderful discussion with you, and <laughs> you seem to agree with me on so many things. It's uh, it's really nice, and I agree with you on so many things, and I think you're doing a great job, and don't listen to those people who want to berate you. Um, <laughs> one, I wanted to mention one of the things I particularly admired about um, the stand you took during the elections, which was very um, unpopular at KPFA, and that was both the 2000 and 2004 presidential election. I, like you, uh, feel that uh, the um, idea that uh, voting for Nader or a third party was going to save us when the even um, uh, Nader and uh, and some of the other Greens admitted the the elections are fixed in one yeah. way or another, usually corrupted by big money. Yeah, you know how it is, Ray. There are no absolutes in politics, in electoral politics. That's that's for idealists. And, you know, the, the right-wingers are this, uh, you know, you or me, all or nothing, black or white. And the left-wingers, they, lately, I notice they have this all-or-nothing philosophy, you know, yeah. if they can find fault, you see. What yeah. was it? Uh, Hillary had once been on the board at Walmart. She got off quick, you know. But that's in Enough. You know, right. that was enough. Well, they you know, find they, the negative. The Greens have and the people who were supporting have an all or nothing. In other words, we want it all. If we can't have it all, 
to hell with uh, right. uh, the uh, wilderness in Alaska, gotcha. to hell with women's bodies and abortion, to hell with uh, the Supreme Court. So in, in wanting a symbolic candidate that they know who wasn't going to win, they were prepared to sacrifice everything and take us 30 years behind the... Uh, what we have gained. Gotcha. Check um, the wonderful new series called Rome. It's about the, well, Julius Caesar's going to get his next uh, Sunday night, but it's a 12-hour uh, series. got the most wonderful parallels, paradigms, everything from veterans' benefits to assassination plots and sex scandals, you know, but it's all the same play, yeah. you know, and it's crazy-making because, of course, the handful of idealists, you know, they're screwed, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then the pragmatists uh, do their best, but eventually are assassinated. Well, you're we probably going to get a call from an irate Nader pe- person, because every sure. time I talk about this, somebody calls up and jumps all over. Of me, course. So. Okay. Of course. Thanks so much, Ray. I look forward to seeing you at the Crafts Fair again. And we have another call, see me? Do you have a question for Roy Campanella, for our general manager? Hello? Did we lose that caller? Okay, if that last caller would call back, please. Uh, I want you to give Roy a hard time here. He's he's here for a few more minutes. <laughs> and we got him here, you know, we got him in the firing line so we can give him the business. Uh, as you know, Roy, uh, here. yes, here she is. Our hi, caller's hi. name is... Uh, Pat. Pat. Yeah, hi, Jennifer. I love your show, and I'm looking forward to meeting you this year at the Crafts. Oh, thank you, Pat. L- love to see you. Yeah, this is a um, a possible fundraising uh, thing that the radio can do, maybe. Roy, I uh, listen to um, WXPN sometimes when I'm up in Oregon, and it's actually from the University of Pennsylvania where they uh, have Live at the World Cafe, and what it is, it's artists that come into their studio and play live, and then they put out CDs of this music for to benefit the radio station because it's also uh, public supported. And I hear so much good music in the uh, KPFA live studios. I don't know if get it to get them to mail it to our music department. God knows, you know. <laughs> yeah, if the artist would be willing to donate some songs for that's a the thing. You see, I, I know that they do audition the stuff that comes in the mail, but mm-hmm. it's it's hard to cover everything. Yeah, but the artists, Jennifer, that are actually in the studios playing live, like up at right. the radio station in Philadelphia. You know, they put out CDs of their music, and it benefits the uh, radio station. I don't know if the artists who would come in to the studios would be willing to, you know, donate songs. and Sure. No, thanks so much. Yes, it's called Live at the World Cafe. Mm -hmm. It's just an example of maybe something that KPFA could fall Yeah, University of Pennsylvania. Okay, Uh thanks so much. Could we go to... That's a great idea, Pat. Okay, Roy. Love you guys. Thanks, Pat. Could we go to Penelope? Penelope in... North Fork, California. North Fort. Yeah, we're, I'm in the KFCF listening area, eastern Madera County. Okay. We have a lot of listeners up here. Right. A lot and lot and lot. When KFCF got its uh, satellite connection, then we were freed from the bondage of a station plunking itself between us and you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so no, that was a miracle of technology that I totally... Have you got a question for our general manager, Roy Kempner? Yes, I do. I want to... Um, point out uh, some great ideas that Bill Mandel had on his program last week. And I know that his program is slated to uh, disappear from us again in 
he had 14 uh, shows that he was to do. And then uh, I, don't I remember believe it should be renegotiated. Yeah, I heard that last show. Well, he yeah, had some 14. wonderful ideas about f- more flexible programming times to, in order to make room for one such as himself, and he's so precious to us all. I, anyway, I just want to speak in his okay. behalf and also uh, to uh, bring attention to his wonderful ideas about maybe uh, tuck, you know, pulling in on the edges of some programs and right. making a little more space. And I, I'm, I've been listening to KPFA slash KFCF since 1977 when it first became available to us okay. here. So I, 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 lo- I just really miss his voice. From 1977, my goodness. Yeah, and I yeah. met you. I met you at the KPFA Holiday Crafts Fair because I'm a hand weaver. Ah. And I, I used to do the show. You make those scarves. Those I make scarves. I'm coming back. Scarves. I'm coming back. You're so coming you back again. this year? Okay, we'll see the 10th and 11th yes, December at the concourse. Yes, yes, and we will do we will do the belly dancing. I like the belly dancing yeah, best of all. Aren't good. they gorgeous? You know, yes. when they they start coming down the stairs, it's really quite mm. exotic, right? Very compelling, yeah. and it makes you be glad to be a woman. I'll tell Bill Mandel <laughs> that you put in a, a good word for him. Yeah. Thank you very much, Penelope. Yeah, and for you know for his idea. Moreover, I mean, yeah. You know, I'm prejudiced. I just adore the man. I I love that follow-up show, the the McCarthy hearing follow-up show, you know. Oh, yes, and now that movie that's out, now that movie. Yeah, I I called Bill and asked him what he thought of the movie, Mm -hmm. and he had some, uh, he basically said that the movie was terrific as far as it goes, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, well, sure. We can only get started on these subjects well, a two-hour movie can't cover everything we have to remember our history and that's what our duty is to the young i'm a crone yeah you know. yeah me too the, the picture's it's nostalgia for for me but basically for young people it does show a time you know when the media was perhaps a little more heroic the movie we're talking about of course is good night and good luck the one about edward r murrow yes and joseph mccarthy back in the days uh when things were a little more romantic or not. As the well, TV, you know, they were, of course, Kim Novak, you know, we had Kim Novak. We had, <laughs> you know, all those, the crooners, you know. Yes. Well, yeah, it was a little softer time yeah. in some ways. but yeah, I think we do tend to romanticize. We do tend to romanticize the past. It wasn't as simple back then either. No, no, but no. I mean, it was very painful, as it is Okay, today. we've got, we've got okay. another caller here. We've Onward got, and upward. Thank you. Thanks, yes, darling. Sir, thank you. Bye. Thanks, darling. We've got Gary from Emeryville. Hi there, Jennifer. Glad to hear you on this mo- this afternoon. Hi, Gary. What's happening? Well, when I was up in Sea Ranch, lucky me, this weekend, um, I was listening to KPFA loud and clear, and I thought I would mention that I also heard Bill Mandel. And I have to say that even though he was someone who disagreed a lot with Helgelar Daly, who I loved and Mm -hmm. um, had close associations with. Mm -hmm. um, An old-time KPFA programmer. Yes, on changing face of communism. Mm -hmm. I thought how valuable Bill Mandel is for us because he has this, this, experience and historicity history yeah historicity is always useful uh it's amazing and we need that we need that you know we can't always just be going kind of flying by the seat of our pants <laughs> yes i always say when i die that's a library burning god damn it you know but I, I i don't know whether i don't know whether i could get that much uh going for me but the thing is with with bill uh 
there's a, a vast frame of reference that he has. I've often uh, thought it would be wonderful to have a panel show with Bill and several others, um, you know, to kick things around. Uh, but well, we can talk. That's fine. That's fine. But don't um, don't exclude him. Oh no no no! Bill has uh, I think a contract for he had a contract for thirteen shows. Thirteen shows, and Bill certainly will not be excluded. No, uh, no. His show, like all the others, will be considered by the program council and a determination. Oh, I know it's hard when more and more voices keep wanting to have shows, but um, don't let go of people like that. No no. Uh, okay. Uh, Simi, we're about out of time. Simi, it's three twenty-eight. And I'll talk I, to you later. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Gary. Thank Thanks Gary. so much for calling. You're welcome. Uh, people, I want to remind you again about the Crafts and Music Fair uh, Saturday and Sunday, December 10 and 11. It's 10 a.m. in the morning to 6 p.m. And it's at the Concourse, 8th and Brandon in San Francisco. I'll be there both days. And we will party down seniors and disabled, $5, $8 entry, blah, blah, blah. Oh, kids free, under 17, bring all the children and let them raise hell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you, Roy. We will do this again soon. I uh, hope, people, that you will take a minute, you know, if you have specific questions, write us and we will try to take these things to heart and pay attention. Uh, we do read our mail. I'll be back on the air uh, Thursday morning at 8.20. Till then... Go easy, and if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. From the ones who walk in light, light them up, boys. There's your picture. Drop the shadows. Join us Sunday, November 20th, for a very special evening in celebration of forest activism. We'll start with a silent auction with lots of great gifts and camping gear, followed by a concert with Dana Lyons of Cows with Guns fame. Admission includes a sumptuous buffet, and the whole evening benefits the Bay Area Coalition for Headwaters. Doors and auctions start at 5 p.m. That's November 20th at the Unitarian Fellowship, 